Welcome to the Bar Hacks Podcast. Engaging interviews, plus tips and strategies to navigate your bar or restaurant business towards sustainable success. Now, here's your host, hospitality industry veteran, journalist, and editor, David Klempt. Hey, welcome back to the Bar Hacks Podcast. I hope you're doing well wherever you're listening. We have a sales manager and representative who specializes in the luxurious side of spirits and hospitality, which as we all know, you look at the studies, different reports, luxury has been on the upswing for several years now. We have Maxime Lecoq, the prestige sales manager of Nevada for Pernod Ricard. How's it going? Did I get your name right? I'm <laughs> good in you, David. <laughs> good, good. I, I think I pronounced your name right. I've been studying French for like uh, three years now. I hope I didn't butcher it too badly. No, no, you say it pretty well, actually, compared to <laughs> most people in the U.S. And believe me, I heard it all living in, because I lived in Miami and then before Vegas. It was an interesting time. Uh, <laughs> but yes, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is uh, Maxim Lecoq. I'm based out of uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, and I'm the prestige sales manager for Pernod Ricard uh, USA. And how can people connect with you and some of the brands you represent? Uh, well, if people want to connect with me, it's uh, pretty easy. On Instagram, it's my first name, Maxime, M-A-X-I-M-E, underscore Lecoq. And that one is L-E-C-O-C-Q, underscore. So that's for my uh, Instagram. And for any other brand or the company you want to interact with, it's going to be uh, Pernod Ricard USA. That's simple. And for most of the brand that we're going to talk about is just, you know, the name of the brand. So for example, Avion Tequila, Martel USA, and things like that. Fantastic. So you touched on being in Miami before you came to Las Vegas. So what was your journey through hospitality and how did you wind up in Vegas? I started probably now more than 12 years ago. Uh, I did something that is uh, unusual for American people. Uh, when I did my bachelor degree, there was an option to study wine and spirits, especially the business aspect of it. So I've been in the industry for four months, even if I'm still pretty young. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, nine years ago, moved to the U.S. as my family you know, was based in Miami. And so, you know, just like everybody started, you know, being a bar back, bartending, then from there, worked for uh, Tall Wine and more. Then I worked for Southern Wine for a little bit in inside sales. And I had the opportunity to move to Las Vegas to be a champagne ambassador. And never went to the, to the city of sin first. And I was like, yeah, I'm going. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been five years now. And you do have a cool job. I mean, when you, I know it's a lot of work as well, but when you follow Maxime on Instagram, you will occasionally see just bottles and LED or sparklers and, and you kind of partying, even though really the, the biggest of, of your job is representing all of these core prestige brands and educating operators and bartenders. But it, it is a very fun Instagram that you've got. Well, yes, it's for sure a lot of fun. Uh, it's But it's only really maybe 10% of the job. But of course, it's, you know, it's really always impressive for people going to a nightclub or a day club and seeing, you know, all the ball parades and the show. I mean, it, it's, it's also, it's Las Vegas. So <laughs> you can't expect less. <laughs> yeah, we don't do things uh, subdued 
in Las Vegas. That's that's for sure. <laughs> as far as the more serious parts of your job, how can you know, restaurant, nightclub, bar operators maximize their relationship with a person such as yourself? One of the motto of Predatory Card is uh, make a new friend every day. So that's kind of like the idea. And we are in the hospitality industry. So, you know, it just just be, you know, be yourself, be friendly. That's what I always do. And we always have a goal, you know, of, of course, like maximizing, you know, sales and having your product and everything. But I think the, the core is having that relationship. And then from there, you can build, you know, a program. And, you know, I can come in with my ID and I'm talking about anything, you know, bar, restaurants, hotel, nightclub. I'm coming in with my ideas, you know, of course I have my program and everything, but you can have your own agenda. And then we talk about it and we can then create together and have an experience for the guests. And I think in the prestige universe, so all luxury brand, that's the most important thing. And it doesn't matter what it, it could be just, you know, could be, I mean, it's not just, but it could be a whiskey experience. Let's say, you know, you want to focus on really high end, you know, single malt or you want to focus on high-end irish whiskey with you know red breast or something like that and that's going to be the focus for a bar lounge then another restaurant is going to be like ah you know i want like a i don't know like a, a gin focused program so maybe we work on a bar cart you know for something like that and then after that you you also you also have you know the nightclubs and everything and over there it's all about you know being seen feeling special and being able to to show up. Very true, and Vegas does that very well. So does Miami, I mean, you lived there for a while. They they definitely know how to deliver your bottles to a table, that is that is for sure. So let's jump into some of your brands. I, I hate to make you run down the list, but what are the brands that make up the prestige sector of Pernod Ricard? So, as you know, for the past two years, everything has been a bit shaky, but we can still see some really strong uh, trends. So, for example, you know, in the U.S., to party champagne is still number one. But then when we move to the spirit side, and that's really interesting because that's really a trend that is proper to the U.S. compared to Europe. Tequila is like flying out of the shell. And it's every tequila. It doesn't matter if it's a really expensive one or, you know, bottom shelf. Like everybody wants to drink tequila. So that's one of the things. And the conception styles started to change during the pandemic. So people are more careful on what they're drinking, where they're spending their money. You know, instead of just having any scotch, they're going to research more and maybe spend, you know, or instead of like spending like $25, they're going to be like, oh, I'm going to spend 40 but I'm going to be more careful about what I'm going to drink. So the final consumer is getting really they educate themselves and they do the, the research and everything. So it's also really beneficial for, you know, everything in the luxury segment. And then you have, you know, your cognac. Cognac are coming back really strong. And uh, and it's just, I think that people are more open-minded now. You know, they, they're not afraid. Before, like, cognac, they, you know, different trends. But before it was like, oh, it's only for old people. Then ah, it's only kind of like almost in the hip-hop industry game but now people just realize what special that product is and same thing they educate themselves and they look after it so when it comes to cognac you've got martel in the portfolio and is there a particular expression that you're seeing that's really flying off the shelf or one that you're particularly fond of 
Well, right now it's all about you know uh, supply and demand. So uh, cognac is really hot, but uh, there is two different trends. Uh, you have your more, I would say, like every week consumption, which will be like your, you know, Martel, you know, Martel VS, or if you want to go to like some really crafty cocktail, uh, Martel Blue Swift, which is basically our cognac but finished in a bourbon barrel. So this is really fun to you know drink neat or experiment in cocktail you know you can do like an old-fashioned i mean you can you can play around with it and then for i would say the purest you know for the main expression you go with a uh, cordon bleu cordon bleu the luxury expression of martel and then if you're one of the lucky one that can find martel lore in your state <laughs> this is really special is that is that almost impossible to find at this point the lore bottle let's say that you need to have some kind of relationship I mean, you know, it's just, it's a really limited, you know, I am. So if you know people in your state, if you're, uh, you know, a lounge owner, bar owner, restaurant owner, like be close to uh, your uh, distributor and close, you know, to uh, your supplier. So if you really want one ball, it's like everything. It's like, hey, do you know when that's going to arrive in the state? And let's say that, for example, in Nevada, we get 10 balls a year. Make sure that you, you know, you're set up for success to get it. So another of your brands is the Glenn Levitt. And over the past few years, I've watched that they are really, they seem to be a big innovator, innovator in the space. They seem to be having a lot of fun and releasing a lot of special editions or just maybe a, a sort of one-off edition that doesn't break the bank. They, they seem to really be having fun. So what are you guys seeing with Glenn Levitt and the popularity or maybe some bottles that you really like? So with uh, Glenn Levitt, for the past, I would say, three years, we, you know, we were one of the top single malt in the industry. And a lot of people realize that not all, you know, single malt have to be pity. And so we really started to open more doors, you know, like breaking some code that's you know, one of our <laughs> Glenn Levitt. <laughs> and, and that's really the idea is to have fun with uh, whiskey. And we have like so many different types of uh, expression. And so there is something, there is something for everyone. And we start to see more and more, you know, cocktails with whiskey. A lot of people think, oh, it's just, you know, neat. No, you, you can really play around with it. And it's not just for, you know, your cigar on a Saturday night. No, everybody's drinking scotch, even, you know, women. Like, women now start to really enjoy it. And we've been part, you know, of the New York Fashion Week. And it, it just, it opens people's mind and a lot of doors. That's the idea. It's just, it is a luxury product, but it's still accessible. Is there a particular cocktail that you like with Glenn Levitt? Or do you just like experimenting with it in general? I like to play around with it, but it just it just really depends uh, about you know the what is the finish. Like if it's the Caribbean cast, you know I like to just play around with it during summer. It's just I don't know. Like I personally, I can drink of almost everything, you know. So it, as long as there is something creative, I'm going after it. And then let's talk about the the big spirit in the room, tequila. You have Avion in the portfolio, ultra premium tequila. If you haven't had it yet, I mean, it's all the expressions taste fantastic, but is there a, a specific bottle that you see consumers are really focusing on or are they really just going up to the whole range for Avion? Uh, I will say that right now the sweet spot is really Reposado. 
And I think that any tequila brand will just tell you that because it's not that much of a jump, you know, from a silver or Blanco. And, you know, and people are just really enjoying it right now. Uh, finally, you know, like inventory is getting better. So, for example, right now in Las Vegas, we finally have, you know, some inventory. So it's it's nice to finally be able to really create programs and basically elevate, you know, our uh, tequila experience. And that's really the idea behind Avion. And if you guys see the ball, you will see that there is uh, like an agave with the wing. And, and that's really the idea is your tequila, but an elevated experience. And then after that, if you want to go, you know, to the top of the top, you go with the uh, Avion 44. And that, that's my personal favorite. Hi there. Just a quick message before we get you back to this episode. If you're looking to take your bar, restaurant, or hospitality business to the next level, I mean to profits of 12 to 15% or more, it's time to take action. Let's start creating your roadmap to success with our proprietary strategies, tools, resources that will inspire your team, activate your potential, and lead your hospitality brand to margins you never thought possible. Visit krghospitality.com right after this episode for more information. Now, back to the Bar Hacks podcast. So with... So much demand for tequila. I mean, supply issues aside, you have to stand out. So how do you approach operators or bartenders to teach them how to steer a guest who's ready for a delicious reposado, who wants to spend a little bit more money? How do you get them into Avion? Well, I, when I go I, you know, to an account, I always go with like the full line. So they can really understand, you know, what we're doing with the product. Uh, and we're not, it's just, you know, it's all about authenticity. What are you doing with your product? We are not cutting, you know, any corner without tequila. Uh, our process, I mean, we have the most probably inefficient process. If you think about, <laughs> you know, like some some other brands and nothing, you know, can is wrong about that. Everybody has their own uh, strategy, but some brands are just mass producing. You know, and they're just trying to get, you know, the turnaround like as fast as possible. What we do is we take we take a sweet time without tequila. And then we have a specific, you know, way of filtering it uh, to make sure that it's always like, you know, really smooth. And, you know, then the product speaks for itself. You know, we have a nice we have a nice tasting. And then, you know, the bartenders, I always let them experiment with it, you know, because, of course, you're going to have your. You're gonna have your guys that are just doing your shot at night. Then you're gonna have your people who are like, oh, I want a spicy margarita. But there is like so much more you can do with it. Like if you're listening right now, have an Avion 44 old fashioned. It's it, it's it's amazing. <laughs> it's dangerous because it's so sweet, <laughs> but it's it's amazing. So it it's just about exactly that, you know, communicating and like, okay, how can we make our guest experience better? Because there is like so many tequilas and you know now that and you have like some of the tequilas have like a huge like platform thanks to celebrities and everything uh but that's not the end of it all you need to have a really strong product you know and don't add anything to your tequila but <laughs> <laughs> i would say like you know when you when you when you make it just don't like you know sometimes it comes out like for me too powerful on the sweet side and i feel like it can be a disadvantage to your cocktail but that's my own opinion <laughs> so also you've got two other massive brands where we're going into the holiday season we've got thanksgiving coming up we've got new year's eve which of course is is the big one particularly for 
this next topic, and that is champagne. You've got Perrier Jouet, and you've got G.H. Mum. But as far as what you're seeing, I mean, is G.H. Mum also flying off the shelves? Is, is P.J. huge right now? Yes. Yeah, so for, I mean, the category, like, and with, you know, everything, like the supply, the man, everything is crazy for champagne right now. Like, when I'm talking to my account, basically, they they just, they want any champagne because they, you know, that's just the demand. Uh, but as far as the brand, GH Mom and uh, Perjouet are playing like almost in the same category, but it's just, it's a different type of uh, consumption. So for example, if you, for me, you know, GH Mom is going to be more like just like celebrate everyday little win. Coming after like, you know, like a year and a half of being like on mask on, mask off, like stay home, stay like all those things. Any little win, I had a great week. I'm going to pop above GH Mom. You know, oh, I have my, you know, I have the in-laws coming, but of GH mom. It, that, that's really the idea for me. Uh, and it's it's like a fun champagne. Uh, like we, we're doing a lot of things here and not going to name any accounts, but we have like a fire drill coming to one of the pools and comes up with a fire truck. They come with a bottle of GH mom. It, it's, it's just, it's wow. a really fun brand to play with. <laughs> and then when you move to Perjouet, it's more about the, really refined fine dining you know it's it's one of the, the of course the story is beautiful champagne of love but it's it's just that the juice is so good you know and between the non-vintage brut rosé the blanc de blanc non-vintage like this one it, you know it was like a, a slow burn but now it, everybody wants it and by the glass you know i think it's for the holiday of the restaurant by the glass that's the perfect upsell you know and then well I lived in Miami and Vegas, both are party cities. So when you go to the nightclub, it's better park. It's just, you know, everybody wants to see the flowers. Even, you know, I even heard some, some server, like, you know, like, cause you know, of course, like someone's going to order champagne at the table and they're like, oh, I think that your girlfriend or your wife wants some flowers. You should get some PJ. And I was like, wow. Okay. I, I like that point. Of That's a great upsell. <laughs> uh, but then, yes, you have Ballet Park, you know, Rosé, and it's just, it's just amazing. And yes, you're going to be seen because you come you know, with a parade and everything. And then I would say for another holiday, it's just, we made it through another year. <laughs> so let's celebrate with, you know, something really exceptional. That's, I mean, that's my view on it. It's funny when you mentioned GH Mom is, is more of a fun brand. I remember a couple of Tales of the Cocktail ago, the GH Mom team was all wearing Adidas tracksuits and they were uh, introducing the new tumblers that they had made with the the Cordon Rouge uh, design built into it. And they had tarped an entire hotel room off and they were teaching people to saber into a giant GH Mum ice carving. So they definitely know how to have fun. And then of course you touched on the Belle Epoque Rosé. Are the Rosé champagnes still in super high demand compared to the other expressions i know out here rosé is usually the top of the of the range yes definitely like rosé it's and i think it's just you know it's but rosé is a fantastic product but i think it's also carried by you know the entire like rosé category even the steel one you know it's just people have it in their mind they're like oh rosé is in 
which is which is which is not always correct. You no know, people are like, oh yeah, rose is gonna be sweeter or anything. I'm like, well, not really, but it, your your brain actually sometimes is tricking you about that. But then when you go to black rose, I mean, it's it's just you know fantastic. But then when I see people ordering, for example, purge with blanc de blanc in the club, I'm like, okay, you know what you're doing. Because a lot of people, you know, in the club, we order the brut, the rosé, but when you see a bottle of Blanc de Blanc going out, you know that that table, someone knows about champagne. Can you explain Blanc to Blanc to our audience, just in case they're not familiar with that term? Oh, yes, of course. For any champagne, you know, you have three main uh, grapes. So you have uh, Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, and Meunier. And Blanc de Blanc means white from white. So basically, we're only using Chardonnay. And it's, it's the hardest grape to grow, you know, and to process and everything. And the, the aging is a bit more complicated. So that's why it's a more refined and rare product. And what can they expect on the palate for the Blanc de Blanc? So it's going to be way lighter. So because, you know, when in Champagne, we always have the, the, the Pinot Noir and in the Meunier to have more body to it. Uh, basically, with 100% Chardonnay, it's going to be way lighter a little bit more like buttery and that's really the idea but then on the nose and things like that is going to be like especially for perjouette our expression is going to be really on the white flowers and that's what is so elegant about it and as far as bottles that you think operators should be placing orders for now hopefully for you know new year's eve are there specific bottles from each of your brands that you think they should focus on or are they all going to do really well, you think, for, for New Year's Eve? Uh, for New Year's Eve, it's all, I, I think that if you're doing anything, you should program now. Uh, for example, with all my main accounts, you know, we're talking right now, like two months from there, you know, we're talking about what we're going to do. And that's for different reasons. You want to make sure that you're going to have your product in time because, there is, you know, like some distributor will limit you on what you can order and things like that. So start thinking about it now. I really see, you know, for New Year's Eve, especially for example in Vegas, I really see tequila, cognac, and champagne. That's going to be the, the main idea. And then after that, think about like a, almost like a theme menu, you know, for end of the year. Uh, okay, what are we going to focus on, you know, and have like some fun cocktail like people always want to experiment something different on new year's eve they're like yeah hey, end of the year oh let me try that like it, it's it's always a fun time so basically get your plans completed now so that you're not scrambling in december or a week before new year's eve to to figure something out yes exactly and you know when you when you ask me how we you can work you know, if you're a bar owner lounge or restaurant how you can work with us well it's just Start reaching out now, you know, even if it's not a, even if you don't have all the details, that's okay. That's why we have to work together. Like, hey, I just have an idea, you know, I want to do, could be any, could be something like, hey, I want to do, you know, tequila and mezcal. And, uh, you know, I want to, I want to make sure we can get the product. We can educate the staff about it because there is nothing worse than going to a place and they have a special and you ask the server and the server is just unfortunately clueless. I think it's, you know, on our job, the, the supplier um, and distributor to have a good partnership with the account and make sure that they are fully educated about the product. Fantastic. And one more time, how can people connect with you? 
Uh, with me, it's really easy. Uh, on Instagram, that's what I'm using only. Uh, it's my first name, uh, Maxime, M-A-X-I-M-E, underscore, and my last name, Lecoq, L-E-C-O-C-Q, underscore. And to follow any brand uh, from the company, it's Pernod Ricard USA. And then every brand, you know, have their own also Instagram. So Avion Tequila, Martel USA, Douglas Livet US, uh, and then GH Mom US and Paris Jouet. Awesome. I really appreciate you taking the time. I know it's the holiday season. You're busy. So thank you very much for coming on. No, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Bar Hacks podcast produced by KRG Hospitality and hosted by me, David Clem. If you like what you're hearing, please rate, review, subscribe, and share. Follow us on Twitter at Ask Bar Hacks and Instagram at Bar Hacks. Talk to you soon.